Welcome to the Android Podcast. I am Robert Sheffer. This is Andy Smith. This is Daniel Black. And today we're going to find out about things. <laughs> Let's start with Daniel. Hi. Hello. Hey. Uh, how was your week? My week was really good. Uh, yeah. The highlight of my week was taking part in my first ever Dungeons and Dragons game last week. No way. It's really good. I was a, um, a half orc sorcerer called Nasha. Oh, wow. It was really, it was super fun. Can you, can you explain what Dungeons and Dragons So it's basically, it, it was kind of role playing. So you're sat around a table oh, and cool. the dungeon master, who's kind of like the storyteller, they present you with the situation and you and your fellow adventurers, you get to like make choices as to how you proceed. Um, you have like simulated battles. Dice roll, is it? So you have dice roll in order to like overcome challenges. Like if you're trying to do something that's difficult, you mm. can check it against your various stats. Um, but a lot of it is just like, making decisions like uh we needed to cross this kind of sewer water and people were wading in it under un up to their necks and i was like i'm going to cr cast uh ray of frost and like freeze this the water so we can just walk over it so you can you can basically do whatever you can imagine and it's super liberating it's really fun wow and what freezing the water did that get you trapped in the water oh one of us <laughs> fell in the water because she one of us fell in the water because she was too heavy right yeah so you have a weight as well uh, I think not, not like officially. I think the dungeon master just kind of like thinks these through things through. Um, is, yeah, is, but it's is great. Is the dungeon master playing as well, or is he no? They're not a character, so it might be like mm. uh, you're uh, at the entrance to a castle. You go up the the front door is locked, and you might be like, "Well, I'll try breaking down the door." And they might be like, "Oh, you have to roll a strength check or whatever." So what, um, what's oh. in it for the? Do you, do you pay the dungeon master or is he no, just there just, for the enjoyment? Just for, you just for sterling. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dungeon master. So I did this with some colleagues at work and um, yeah, the, the, the DM, uh, the DM the as DM. we call it. <laughs> oh yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> use the lingo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He just like enjoys DMing. I, I'm actually interested in, in DMing because I like making writing narrative and doing like interactive narrative writing yeah. sure. and I, I kind of did it with a view to to getting into that side of it but mm, now mm. having done it as a player you, you just get to be cr so creative it's so liberal i actually i i dreamt about it when i went to bed that night it was like such a <laughs> that's cool really experience sweet. in my brain that i dreamt Aww. about having all these adventures it's so fun it's like video games um, you know you're ever in a video game and you're like now if i could just do whatever i wanted in this game i would yeah. do this like yeah. i should be able to slip through those bars mm. because they're big enough for me to get through or sure. i want to say this there's some this. arbitrary limitation that's stopping yeah, you doing yeah, that yeah. programmed in. This is like a video game where you can do anything or at least try anything and the world's just like evolving and adapting around you. And like, I guess mm. it, it's weird. Like it, it relies mm. on your imagination because there's no mm. visuals. Mm. But I, I was there. Like it was so vivid. Yeah. Like I could, I could see it all. I guess you need to have... Have it. It's like you know, reading reading a book. There's no pictures, but you imagine it, and it's um, mm. it's it's so liberating. Can, so you, can you DM a, a like a, a two minute campaign with me and Rob <laughs> playing? Like right, like, can you improvise? Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Can um, I be a wizard? Okay, you're Thank a you. wizard. You're mm -hmm. um, so you, you your abilities are. Let's give you mage hand, which means that you have <laughs> um, mage hand lets you cast an ethereal hand, which can manipulate objects up to 30 feet away holy shit um we'll also give you uh we'll give you ray of frost why not you fire a frosty ice ray thing and <laughs> and and a dagger why not you can, can have I, a dagger so i only get two i just get two uh yeah do you want well we're doing a two minute campaign yeah. so. <laughs> can i be some kind of beast 
Ooh, uh, well, I, I'm I don't know the game so well, but Cyclops, yeah, why not? Maybe like you're a cyclops. You're really mm. strong, but you're probably quite dumb and like not very dexterous. But you can be like really strong and hardy. Probably nice. quite tall as well, I imagine. Oh uh, yeah, you're eight feet tall. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and what's my weapon? <laughs> like a, a giant's club. club. Yeah, club. like oh, a classic, <laughs> a nobbly club, a nobbly club, oh, nobbly club, a classic <laughs> club of the cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the two of you, you're uh, you're journeying um, to the the main city of uh, Orthonia, which is the country that you're in, to try to find work. You're you're traveling uh, like sort of people for hire. You yeah. do odd jobs. Okay. Um, you've you've come to an, an inn, mm, mm. and you you uh, knock on the door to find that there's uh, no response. And, and just a couple of questions. What's our uh, what's our career? Are we like mercenaries? You or, can do you do this and that. You this you rescue that. people. You you know oh. you clear you clear dun- basements from giant rats. That kind of thing. <laughs> oh okay. With my hobby club. Yeah, for like rent a kill. So um, <laughs> it's getting late. You're uh, you've had to stop at an inn because uh, yeah. night is coming, and yeah. you um, come and knock at the door of an inn to find that no one no one responds. No one responds. Um, That's funny. I mean, I'm going to try my ethereal hand okay. oh. on the handle yep. and open the door okay um, but i'm standing um from 30 feet away okay you're both uh you're next to each other you're both 30 feet from the, from yes. the door yeah. so what so one more question is yep. this is this turn-based are we is this rob's turn so or? during combat it would be turn-based okay. but this is um outside of combat so you can just do stuff when it, whenever Mm. I, by the way, I do have like a pretty vivid vision. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, as yeah, well yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I have a great... I don't know why I'm being so cautious, yeah. but I'm really far away and I've knocked on the door with my ethereal hand and, and I'm now turning... I'm opening the door. Okay. There's no response. So uh, the door's not locked. The door swings open. Um, it's <laughs> it's dark inside and you see a shadowy figure sort of like dart out of the centre of the room towards Ooh. the corner. We shout, hello there. <laughs> There's no response. Oh. Uh, um, what do we do? Do we do we uh, we, we, we approach? Walk, we, oh, we wait, approach? You need to have character voices, by the way, to distinguish oh. between when you're talking as people and when you're talking as characters. Oh. So just like develop. Should, should we? <laughs> should, should we approach? Uh, yes. Let us approach. <laughs> let's let's do it. Okay. I'll, I'll drag my knobbly club. <laughs> Okay, um, you uh, you walk up to the door um, when you're there, um, and and your ogre arrives there first. Uh, an arrow shoots at you from the corner of the room, and uh, <laughs> we don't have a dice, so let's do it. Has anyone got? A, okay, let's get a coin. We'll do it with coin flips. Um, so you're going to flip a coin. If it, heads, you you manage to move out of the way. Tails, it hits you. So, so are we in the inn? It's, we're in it's the heads. Inn. Okay, so with oh, a, it, <laughs> with a deft duck, you manage to um, lower your head as it kind of thuds. <laughs> it thuds into the uh, door frame above your head. Okay, so that was two minutes. Uh, oh! Oh, it was more than, more than two minutes. <laughs> oh, what a taster! <laughs> what a freaking taster! It's like it relies yeah. on the imagination of the dungeon master. Yeah. It relies on the people getting in role, yeah. and you never know what's going to happen. And yeah, there's voices. There's an element of uh, chance. Chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, wow. I, I, like I said, I had the strong visual. I was imagining like at dusk, there was like an old stone inn with a big like oak door 
door. Mm. We opened it. It was like a like a Game of Thrones interior, mm. you know, but very dark for Game of Thrones. A guy like a cloaked shadow. Yeah, thing. and it doesn't require. I, I, I genuinely had chills. Sorry mm. to interrupt. <laughs> you know, I genuinely had chills at this shadowy figure. And just like looking out, yeah. Like no. Well, when, when I said saying, we call out to him, we say hello, and Daddy, <laughs> he said nothing. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, oh, what's going oh. on here? <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see the appeal of this. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, it's like, you know, what was the, there's a series recently with, um, uh, you know, it's kind of styled in the 1980s style, and it's like, you know, from a different dimension. Oh yeah, I know the one you mean. On, and they play Dun- Dungeons and Dragons in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should know this. Yeah, but it's it's a very good series. There's a there's a sh- they do it in Community the TV show, which is probably oh, yeah. not the show that you're talking that's about. Not the one I'm talking about. It's a sci-fi kind of one. Uh... Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> that's robots. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it's like one of the biggest sci-fi sensations for the last. <laughs> it's going to freaking come back to haunt me. Stranger. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Ah. So that it basically starts off with them playing a, a game of, of and, and I was like, mm, I can see kind of see the appeal. It's also referenced in Futurama. Um, with some of the kids playing yeah, I think it it's there. like a really it's a real uh, classic American game isn't it I don't think it really it? took off as much over yeah. here but no but it's actually I can, I can re- having played it mm. it's like I could really get into that yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been fobbing off my, one of my LARPing friends for ages oh, yeah. probably because of the stigma that sorry was... LARPing that's kind of I apologise live action role yeah. playing yeah. or LARPing as we call it yeah, yeah but I, I feel like it might have some of the same elements you know yeah like role playing for sure I, I haven't mm. done it myself I've spoken with someone who has done it and apparently there's like two aspects to LARPing there's the stuff where you that you might have seen pictures of where people like go into woods and kind of swing foam swords at each other yeah. and take damage. And then there's like the just the kind of role playing stuff without without the combat. And mm. um, she was telling me uh, that like the role playing club at her uni, they would just yeah. kind of go to a pub and just all kind of pretend it was a tavern and just role play as different <laughs> adventurers meeting in the tavern. That's like the kind of thing we just do. <laughs> <laughs> and they would just kind of like talk about how they were going to save the world and stuff That's like, oh, so that, awesome. the, that orc army is approaching. We need to... Do they have sci-fi LARPing? I, th- I think I'd, I'd Ooh, be into that more scarping. than like the medieval. Like, what would you be? <laughs> would you be a, a robot? Would you be an alien? What, um, what would your sci-fi be? I, I'd be kind of uh, maybe I'd be a human mercenary mm. but with like a mysterious past <laughs> mm. ooh a troubled past yeah like you mentioned lost people close to you oh. so you were afraid and, may- and maybe maybe it's ambiguous whether I'm yeah. whether I'm really human or whether I'm kind mm. of maybe like part alien and have some kind of power mm. and it's also ambiguous like what your alignment is like yes. are you a good guy or are you a bad guy oh anyway, basically my character has depth is what yeah. I, <laughs> I think i'd like to be an enhanced human yeah so like a really futuristic one that's been genetically modified yes. to be like, super clever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and have like weird strength and like be able to change their body like Anyway, <laughs> like the culture novels by Ian M. Banks, uh, so I got well into. I'm I'm basically starting to uh, go into a different thing. Uh, but yes, thank you very much for that. Oh, oh that you're, was well, you're pretty welcome, awesome, <laughs> my uh, fellow adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, uh, Andy, 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 Andy. Yeah, so I've had a good a good week. Good week. Uh, it was rainy at the bank holiday weekend. It was. It was warm, but really, really rainy. Mm. But in true rainy english bank holiday weekend style 
we got the barbecue out. <laughs> so I think in the previous episode, I was telling you all about how you certainly were how oh. we got a barbecue out out of the skip was, was uh, down our road. Oh, that, you got one from a skip in the end. Yeah, we found, <laughs> yes <laughs> got one from a skip. And um, we confused yeah. the actors that played uh, Gladiator and uh, Wolverine, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hugh Jackman and. Uh, the other guy, Russell Crowe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, remember, I wasn't there for, for, that, for that podcast, so I didn't hear that you got a um, a barbecue from a skip. I, I know you were saying you were looking at like more expensive ones online. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to listen to that episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I was, that was vetoed. So yeah, your partner was like, oh, just get cheaper ones, get cheaper ones. Yeah. So she managed to haggle you down to the point where you're getting yeah. one out of a skip. Well, well the, the, argument, the argument has changed now. So, oh, okay. so, so now, now we have a barbecue. Yes. Now we own a barbecue, yes. e- even though it was uh, uh, obtained very cheaply. Um, the argument now mm. is about what we're going to cook Okay. party uh, there so has she, to be an argument yeah yeah so, so she, she is she's meticulously organized very organized she wants to know everything that's ahead of time wow and so she's saying on the barbecue we'll have burgers lovely and that's it yeah no veggie food and uh, <laughs> <laughs> well that, this is the thing there's going to be there's going to be vegetarian burgers and mm. there's going to be regular burgers yes and but i'm kind of brainstorming all these ideas <laughs> yeah. so i'm i'm saying it's it's a party we're having a barbecue i'm interested in not only kind of feeding people but also kind of creating a little bit of a spectacle and she's like no no what are you talking about spectacle so so what i've been suggesting i want um you know the south african sausage which is like it's like two meters long holy but shit just curls round <laughs> yeah and then you like cook this massive spiral of showpiece so I, I was thinking of that as a showpiece <laughs> it is and a bit overcompensating for something I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. well, andy wh- wh- why why such a big sausage andy <laughs> and then the other thing i wanted to do was beer can chicken uh which is not super common in this country but sure. like in australia and the in the us okay. you basically get a can of beer, like a third of beer at the bottom, yeah. stick the whole chicken oh, yeah. on top of it. What? And then, yeah, yeah. And then you kind of balance it on the barbecue, put the <laughs> lid over the barbecue and the steam from the beer cooks it from the inside. And then the chicken And explodes. the heat from the outside <laughs> cooks the chicken. Yeah. And it gets a nice... So, uh, so... Doesn't uh, the can like disintegrate? No, no, it's fine afterwards. It's fine. Yeah, so I actually, so so the the South African sausage that's been kind of vetoed, uh, but the beer can chicken that's kind of still on the card. Through, she's she's allowing it. She's made a concession. So this weekend, this was my trial run of uh, of the beer can chicken. Wow. So uh, yeah, I've got got a chicken from Lidl. Got a uh, beer from Lidl. Got, got a beer from Lidl. Yeah, Budweiser. Wouldn't want to use a fancy uh, put a, put Heineken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to use a knockoff Heineken. Uh, and then yeah, kind of put, put it on. Schmeinigen. But it, it's it's difficult though because um, you got to be really careful with a chicken because uh, obviously if it's undercooked, then mm. it's like of salmonella course. for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, steaming's a different kind of cooking. Yeah, yeah. And also being on top of a beer can just makes yeah. it really precarious. Sure. So I kind of put it on. Uh, and I came back later, but it kind of fallen over. Oh, of course. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I prepared it all carefully. Yeah, so I've got yeah. the hot coals yeah. on one side and mm, then the mm. kind of the lack of heat on the other side. It has to go on the lack of heat, but it just fell over right oh. onto the heat. Oh, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I my solution, I got a, a brick. I found a brick right. from the garden and kind of propped it up with a brick. Oh. And Wait, so it's in contact with the brick, the, the chicken? Yeah. Isn't that a bit the unhygienic? Well, I, I, think, I think it's brick. okay because the, uh, the dirty brick... 
uh, get sterilized, I think, by, <laughs> by the heat from the barbecue. I don't, I don't I think, think I want to come to your barbecue if it, could, if it can kill salmonella, it can kill, Ooh. like, a bit of bacteria on a brick. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, it can kill moss. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the, 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 the beer can chicken, great success. We get a couple of burgers as well, great success. Uh, so uh, the, the, the barbecue from the skip has uh, been a, yeah, a great success. Still going strong. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be good. Anything. Uh, don't worry about it. Oh. It's going to be bring providing some mead. food. Yeah, bring some mead. Yeah, <laughs> providing food and providing homebrew as well. Ooh. Home, homebrew. Oh, is, uh, what you make bro. your own like, your own brewed what beer? Yeah, yeah. It so, sounds almost like you did two things this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the homebrew I've got prepared. I've got the batch done. I tasted a batch. Tastes like. Homebrew. C, C plus, <laughs> yeah. C plus, B minus. Oh. Is, do you have like your own custom um, label still, on it? Still, that's pretty good. Um, it's got a bit of masking tape <laughs> and in pencil, I've written the, uh, the the variety of beer. That's my custom label so far. Mm. I, I, I'm imagining like your face doing a big grin and a thumbs up on the label and some like I mean, kind I of could, corny name. I could maybe try and arrange that. I could, uh, got, I could ask the designers at work maybe to <laughs> yeah. get me a really cool, <laughs> really cool bit. But yeah, so beer, beer brewing at home is uh, another hobby that's... Um, uh, Bubbling along. Yeah, bubbling along. <laughs> Literally <laughs> bubbling <laughs> along. <laughs> Under my stairs. Um, mm. But it's another hobby that that you kind of want to buy loads of stuff for. <laughs> you, you, I imagine uh, there's lots of expensive, like laboratory quality there's, equipment. There's no end of equipment that you could potentially yeah. buy, and kind of no limit of money that you could spend throw or space it. that you could take take up. Uh, yeah, so at the moment I'm using like a, a glass demijohn, which makes 4.5 litres. The demijohn. Um, yeah, but already, like <laughs> even today, I was looking at kegs yeah. online. Mm. Uh, I've been looking at these automated things because it's quite a labour intensive. Well, it's a, a long uh, process to make beer. Um, just on the brew day itself, it takes like two or three hours. Oh, I see. So uh, to cook it, the preparation takes a long yeah, time. Yeah, but, but then you're, you're most of the time you're standing around doing nothing, but you just, it needs to be tended and stirred. Mm. Um, so I usually of, kind of set yeah. up a film and just stand and watch a film and kind of get on with it at the same time. Lovely. Yeah, so, yeah sorry, it reminds me of making fudge. You just kind of put, yeah. put sugar and milk or... or cream in a pot and then you just have to stand there and yeah. stir it for an hour whilst it reduces and it's just like oh god That's, but the result is well worth it this is really making me want I don't even like beer but this is really making me want to brew my own beer just you talking about it yeah well mm. try some of my home brew it might, it might put you off a little bit I think it? you're probably imagining the perfect beer when yeah. you when you do it because it's, it's like why, why, why would, if I can make it I can make it anything I want so why wouldn't it be the perfect beer yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I would probably make mine sweet and like put fruity things in it Oh yeah, yep, yeah. That's you can put. I've had cherry beer before, mm. and strawberry beer, and mango beer is is very nice. Mango well. beer, yeah. I, I wouldn't have put those flavors together. It's strange, isn't it? It's, it has to be subtle. They have to be subtle and complementary. Mm, subtle complementary tropical flavors. Yeah. Anyway, so I've had a very creative week of doing nice. lots of stuff. Good on you, buddy, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> what what have what have you been up to this week? What I've been up to, I've been contemplating preparing land <laughs> in my garden. <laughs> preparing, preparing land, land. Um, <laughs> prepare to land. The um, I'm getting a shed this week for my bunnies uh, called uh, Bunnytopia. Uh, sorry, Rabbitopia. <laughs> yeah, and uh, some guy who's obsessed with uh, 
the welfare of rabbits, has uh, also owns a company which makes log cabins. So he has put pulled his resources into making the perfect rabbit home called Rabbitopia. You can search for it online. It's there to buy. And... Um, I, I spent way too much money. I don't even want to say how much. If you want to find out, go and have a look. Is but this because you want your conservatory back? Yes, it is. Exactly. Thank <laughs> and the you. rabbits have taken over they, it. And then we have a very poo all mod- over your running machine. We have a very moderate, yeah, kind of conservatory that is meant to be a gym uh, that has the running machine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, treadmill, that's what it's called. Sorry. It's a, yeah, there's a treadmill in there. That'll do for, a, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've got ambitions to get a, um, a turbo trainer for my bike as well in there just to get some exercise done who'd want to run or cycle outside the house (laughs) (laughs) when you can do it in the comfort of your own home and watch a movie at the same time Uh, how many rabbits do you have two only two you get you're getting a whole a whole shed shed. you're getting more rabbits the thing is i'm a bit of a pushover and i'm a bit of a soft touch Uh, basically i look at them and go i can't make them go into a hutch like a tiny little box (laughs) uh and then but the thing is where do you stop Mm. after you've made that decision you know what I mean? It, it has to you keep going and going and going to it's the best thing you can possibly get for them. Because I kind of respect all living beings and wish them well. And I want them to be happy. And the fact that I own them and are responsible for their life and welfare makes me feel responsible for their living conditions. So I've basically spent way over what my original budget was to get them out of the house. But I don't want them to suffer at all. So so describe to us what what's this... this uh... <laughs> rabbit hotel is gonna the rabbitopia like. rabbitopia <laughs> is gonna be like rabbitopia uh, it's basically an aviary so it's like a house for birds like yeah. head to toe you can walk into it it's a box that oh, has rabbits and they really you can actually <laughs> is that actually big enough that you could walk into it yes oh wow for your own personal convenience it has so uh, when you say i'm not going to put them in a, in a hutch it's like they have to have human size accommodation <laughs> well, they are you going to sleep in it and just give them the house <laughs> they can have your bed fuck. <laughs> what is this turning into they're, they're essentially uh getting a house of their own uh yeah so it's head to toe it's galvanized steel um kind of wire mesh that's wow. fox proof because they're being come in the garden i want them to you know die or dig out so an escape <laughs> or escape <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I'm, love them but not enough to give them free oh no yeah they'd probably die anyway because they're kind of domesticated aren't they so they wouldn't survive for a few seconds because the cat on the next door you know next door would come and kill them so um yeah it's galvanized steel and then it's got the special floor plates which i paid extra for so they can't dig out either and it's got uh, i think it's called the sky tower the sky cloud cloud village cloud tower i I don't know it's got some stupid name but it's basically a hutch that's insulated by um like several inches thick for the winter uh foam insulation and it's a um kind of half a meter by half a meter block that goes from the floor upwards and has five different levels yeah it's the most over-engineered rabbit hutch I've ever seen. You know, seen. they're just going to use like one corner of it. So <laughs> yeah, they're gonna yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. going to go to the box yeah. that it came from and like go and sleep yeah. in there. And the rest of it, they're going to shit and piss in it. <laughs> and then we're going to have to like burn it. <laughs> so a, a couple of questions then. Um, yeah. Oh, are, are, you go- are you providing your rabbits with either yeah. electricity or running water? <laughs> um, they could have electricity. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's right next to the shed, which has power going to it from the previous owner. So they've run a cable from the house to the shed, which means that I can go in the shed and just pull a lever and the lights go on so if i wanted to i could run a cable um i could extend a cable that's going out 
of the shed at the moment to put the lights on uh, and put it in some give them a heat mat in this in the winter right. <laughs> and uh you know if we go out there in the winter and it's dark we could potentially uh, get some lights out there i'm i've got a sneaking suspicion that my wife will want them in in the winter because they'll get cold. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm preempting that. It might be a complete. I fantasy, would expect but... that this Rabbitopia would have some sort of central heating. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, the insulation traps their own body heat, according to the YouTube video. Their own tiny little two rabbit body heat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For a whole human size. You'd be surprised. Oh, Jesus! It's huge. It takes up. Uh, it's like four meters by like two and a half meters, I think. So it's think huge. About, but what rabbits actually live in in the wilds? They dig in underground and they make warrens yeah. and they have like quite narrow like dark yeah. confined living space yeah, yeah, in yeah. nature so yeah. is, wouldn't they want that yeah isn't that cruel to be providing them with a <laughs> like cathedral like cavernous <laughs> space <laughs> where they bow in awe at your yeah. your prowess <laughs> yeah look at the high ceilings on this <laughs> i mean i'd love that <laughs> the second question um yeah where are you going to keep your lawnmower Oh, in the shed that's next oh, to the... Oh, you're keeping the shed as well. Oh, yeah. I'm not oh, knocking right. down the shed to put another shed. It's like next to the shed, there's going to be a nearly equally sized structure um, that is, uh, yeah, huge for rabbits. Um, who knows? We may even get more rabbits in future because it can ho house like three or four of them. So uh, anyway, I haven't even <laughs> finished it. It's perpetuating. <laughs> like you buy a, a bigger thing for them to live in. You're like, oh, we could fit more rabbits in that. So you buy more rabbits. And you're like, oh, the rabbits could do with a bit the more rabbits room. rabbits aren't happy let's, anymore. <laughs> 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 we let's need buy to, like, a second hut and it keeps going. Let's wire mesh the whole garden so they can <laughs> run around in the garden. Um, yeah, a bit over the top. It's paid for now. So any regrets that I have are basically can't go back on. Uh, and also we may not live at the house that we're living at much longer <gasps> so, well I, i'm not saying that we're definitely moving i'm just saying we might we don't want to live there forever um and like i can see myself having to unscrew it or getting a professional team to unscrew it and move it to the next house it's gonna have to be a professional team <laughs> <laughs> well i'm i'm gonna be manufacturing it potentially this weekend oh, um, oh it comes flat pack it comes yeah. flat pack oh, okay. so yeah it will be like the ikea uh, bunny house nice yeah and it comes with a shed as well so essentially what? What? i know <laughs> A shed to keep it in. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no, no. A shed for the rabbits. The thing to keep is, their stuff in <laughs> their equipment. Like, there's, a, it's been built in such a way where you can observe the bunnies. Like if you bring kids in there, you can actually use it as what? a way to viewing. Like it's got a viewing gallery. <laughs> yeah, it's on the other side of it, looking in. Exactly. And so you pull up a flap, and then like you can view it from. But in, in that little shed, like it's like a one person kind of one person can sit in it and like view the bunnies. <laughs> And but underneath that you can store in pellets and stuff like for their food, you know, and hopefully uh, vermin and things can't get to it because it's properly stored and locked away. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of re I'm, I'm I'm not looking forward to building it. I'm terrified of um, kind of getting into a mess uh, putting it together because I've put together a lot of IKEA furniture, but but I've never put together something as complicated as this. And I'm kind of hoping that all the holes line up and yeah. it's just a case of just putting a screw through I'm, a hole. I'm still really intrigued by this viewing area. So there's like <laughs> it's like you a, keep one, a one person 
viewing booth yes. that you can sit in where you're yeah. separated from the rabbits. <laughs> yes. So like Yes. You, you don't you can't play with the rabbits. <laughs> oh no no. You can just you can, sit in a no, booth no. and look See, at the rabbits. The, the, the flap that comes up goes into their sky tower. So in theory you can just like <laughs> view straight into their into their living area. <laughs> okay. You know. And do they, they have a down. little observation deck, like a little astronomy <laughs> thing where they can look up at the It's like on the in the big brother house where there's like a new contestant and the rug goes and you walk in. Well, just my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, you can feed them from there and stuff. I don't know how it's going to work. It may be a complete waste of money. You know, may. It, people, it may. You know it what? May. Some people have a gambling or drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a useless sky rabbit sky useless problem. shed problem. <laughs> yeah. So, but the thing is, like, the thing I've been obsessing over is A, the building of it, and B, the, well, uh, B, the thing. The, the, like the, what the neighbours will think <laughs> when they look over and go what the fuck are they doing with their like over-engineered rabbit hutch like what the fuck C- can like, they tell it's a r- renting it out to foreigners or something to live in will they yeah, think it's a shed or, will, or does it look like a rabbit hutch from the outside it looks like something you'd see at a petting zoo okay <laughs> <laughs> Because it a, looks like a, a huge professional petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at that, yeah. Oh, dear. And, um, the, you know, the last thing is the ground. I don't know what to put it on. Like, at the moment, it's just, like, soil yeah. covered in a weed kind of mat yeah, yeah. that prevents weed that's covered in weeds. <laughs> that's covered in, like, um, bark. You know, you're not going to get, like, a concrete-based poured. Yeah, well, I probably should so that it doesn't sink and then, like, the base structure snaps. So they could, like, dig through that kind of thing, Well, I've paid for the extra panels to stop them doing that. <laughs> well, you don't want to put it directly on the ground because the wood will rot, Well, right? apparently, it can sit on the ground yeah. because it's been pressure-treated and okay. it's guaranteed for 10 years. Nice. So... I mean, you get what you pay for. (laughs) (laughs) If you're an idiot. (laughs) Oh dear! But there, you know, living a moral life. This is this is you. You uh, you get what you deserve, don't you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Robin. The old saying. You know the old saying. (laughs) Live a moral life, and you get what you deserve. Yeah, maybe you know. Um, I'm gaining karma points for caring for things that don't even need to be cared for <laughs> that carefully. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's my story for this week. Um, I think that's a good place to wrap up now that I've fully embarrassed myself. Uh, thank you very much. We have had Daniel Black. We have also had Andy Smith and me, Robert Schaffer. Thank you very much. Goodbye.